Happy New Year. Like most of you, I confess, I was pretty happy to see 2020 end. I still have memories of shoveling snow in April with my mask on, wondering if the bug that just flew around my head was a murder hornet. And as you know, things didn't get a lot better after that. So this year, I stayed up past New Year's Eve just a few days ago just to make sure the year 2020 ended. This new year, like everything else, is different than in the past. We enter 2021 with hope. There's a vaccine on the horizon, but still there's that heaviness of heart and that heartache that 2020 brought all of us. So the usual celebratory scriptures that we read for New Year's just did not seem quite appropriate this year. Not yet. So I decided to use a scripture not typical for a New Year's message, one of my favorite passages, Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the darkest shadow, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I think in all the world, no words are more cherished than the words of the 23rd Psalms. We say these words at our most tender times. We say them at gravesides and in hospital rooms and in the rooms of the infirmed and in times of deep trouble and pain. You say these words and the room just seems to change. Has it occurred to you that unless you specify otherwise, these words are likely to be read at your funeral? Mine too. And maybe they will comfort our loved ones. And hopefully it will seem like an honest picture of our own experience in life. I hope that will be true for mine. I always hate to talk about the 23rd Psalms. Why add more words to what seems like just perfect usage? And while this passage is not typically used for a New Year's sermon, I think it is a perfect parallel to our lives today. I would like to show you something for these days that we live in, these days of crisis. This scripture passage moves. It shifts from here to here to here. And in its movement and shifting, it tells of tremendous changes for us as we go through the times of our lives. It begins in lush colors and fragrant green grass. The psalmist paints such a beautiful picture. You can almost see it in the back of your mind sweet, cool water, and a place to lie down and rest, 
a good path before us, and over it all, the kindest figure. A shepherd providing everything that we need. And who is this perfect provider? And we answer, the Lord is our shepherd. Which, of course, implies that we are a bit like sheep. Now, I hope you don't mind being compared to sheep. It really is not the most flattering image for us. As a child, I grew up on a farm, and my dad had cows and pigs and sheep, and it was my job to take care of my father's sheep. And I'll let you decide if there's any correlation to my childhood chore and the job I do today. But I grew to love the sheep, but they are not the smartest of animals. They can be stubborn, just wanting to do what they want. They can't see this far ahead of themselves. And they are anxious little critters. They tend to panic easily. Sometimes they get into places and they can't get out. They get stuck. And they can be rather clueless. Now, there's a whole lot more to be said of us than that. And the Bible says a whole lot more about us than that and a whole lot better. But I have to say, I look at the image of a sheep and I see a far likeness to that woolly face to my own. And maybe you do too. In the church that I grew up in, sometimes the preacher would say, and all the people said, and then we would say back, amen. Well, today maybe I should say, and all the people said, and we should say, bah. Okay, you're at home. Nobody's watching. Let's do this. And all the people said, bah. Welcome to the truth. And the Lord is our shepherd. We are surrounded by perfect provisions of love. As the old hymn says, all I have needed, your hand hath provided. He leadeth me. Not all we want, but all that we really need. We can say with confidence, God is so generous. We are lacking in nothing that eternally matters. In days like these, it is best to remember the times that our shepherd has fed us well in green pastures, rested our souls by the still waters, and restored us to life, set us on a good path. The problem is, it all disappears. The green pastures and the still waters, they just vanish from our eyes at times. And then suddenly we find ourselves in this awful, dark place. The valley of terrible darkness. Our Bible translations get it wrong to a little bit of a degree. The Hebrew text does not say the valley of the shadow of death. It actually says the valley of the darkest shadow. And the truth is, in a human life, there can be shadows that are darker than dying. 
There are stretches of human life that may hold tremendous dread in us, bottomless grief, miserable confusion, and pain. Times when we can't always see the shepherd. Where it feels like we're just walking blind here. Now notice something. God doesn't remove the darkness. Such places change us. Dark experiences can change how we think and feel about God. If we listen to God in our darkness, it helps us to get our price tag straight in life. To know what is really important. And so, as it ought to, the Psalms changes its language at this point. Before all this, the speech was about God, like a child just happily pointing, see the lovely path, see the green grass, see the nice water in front of me? This is how God is for me. But now, the lights are off. And now the language shifts from talking about God to whispered words toward God in the dark. Sunshine testimonies give way to prayer. God, it's dark. Be with me. I won't be afraid in the dark. Be with me. In the dark shadows, it's hard to pray. Our speech is often reduced, reduced maybe to fearful silence or cold silence or maybe just into simple childlike prayer. How do we get through such times? How do we move through a pandemic? Well, obviously not quickly. There is no speed walking when the lights have gone out. We take little tiny steps, one at a time, and we say primal prayers. God, be with me. Help me. Maybe we say them through clenched teeth, Maybe with outreaching trust, with the sense that just ahead of us, in the dark, where we cannot see, God's presence is moving at our pace with a staff in strong hands, knowing perfectly well the way through the darkness. The center point of this psalms is that line, for thou art with me. In the original Hebrew language, there are 26 words before this sentence and 26 words after this sentence. That symmetric bracketing is a literary device. It is intended to focus attention on that very middle phrase, for you are with me. God's saving presence is the focal point of the 23rd Psalms. Not realizing anymore on what is visible, we are just thrown back into trusting his presence that will somehow provide enough for us, even now, even here, until we make it out. And we do come out. We couldn't see our progress along the way. It's the nature of the dark that you really can't see the progress that you've made. But the tunnel does come to an end. 
and you turn at the bend and suddenly there is light at last and you emerge and the thing is when we walk through that dark valley and the dark valley is done with you and you walk into the light you emerge changed changed how will you be different when all of this is over as your eyes begin to adjust you realize now that you are standing in a whole new light what you see now has new features new relationships here is the finest scene in the 23rd Psalms where we are finally coming out of the dark and we have a whole new vision. Please pray that during these days, during this worldwide crisis, that God will bring something good, something beautiful, a whole new vision to each of us. Just think, we started as sheep, content with God's simple gifts, and now we blink our eyes and what do we see? A table heaped high with, with a feast and a goblet filled up just for us. Now, a banquet is a symbol of a covenant, a bond of enduring friendship that will last through good times and bad. And in this banquet, there is even oil to anoint us like royalty. And rising high above it all is a beautiful house, God's own house with a room in it that has your name on it. You have graduated from a sheep to now a celebrated guest and into the membership of God's full family. That's a pretty good promotion. Now notice through these trials, the relationship with God changes. The one that we have seen rightly as a shepherd we see now as a generous host, and we hear the invitation now to take our place at God's own table and to be at home with God in God's own house. When is this final vision? Well, most of us see that as a glimpse of the final reward that is yet to come in heaven. Some of our loved ones have already passed through it, and we think of them now, right there at that final feast, hand in hand with God, and we await the day when, when we can be there too. But I think as well, this picture has an application to the lives we are living right now, to keep moving through those dark valleys, to keep taking those little steps, to keep trusting and the presence that at times we cannot see. And to emerge again and again and again changed. Old wants and assumptions fall away. And we stride into the freedom and love for our generous, generous host. From the shepherd, we have moved to the host who welcomes us to the beauty and peace that is found only in his presence. Many, many years ago, I was pastoring uh, my first church, and I was doing a children's sermon. And I, I love to do children's sermons because you never know what those kids are going to say. 
And on that particular Sunday, this little four-year-old boy was trying to recite the 23rd Psalms, but he misunderstood it. And he said, the Lord is my chauffeur, I shall not walk. Well, as cute and as funny as that was, that is precisely not what this Psalms is about. It is all about moving through green pastures, by still waters, on good paths. Follow the shepherd. Keep trusting into those dark valleys. Keep walking in more radical trust. Invited now into the fullest communion with God, step forward and say in new ways, Jesus, you are mine and I am yours. God is at work here among his church in these days. Since March, over 900 masks have been made and given away. 158 prayer shawls have been sent to COVID patients. Plus over 50 prayer shawls have been delivered to our homebound and sick members. 180 families were helped with toys for Christmas. 370 families had Thanksgiving dinner from us. And there is so much more. I could go on and on and on. God is indeed using faith community as his hands and feet. 2021 is an opportunity to practice what you have learned about God in these last 10 months. And this church are gathered all of God's good gifts. And the shepherd provides us every good gift, even now. He is able to restore our weary soul. Ready to lead us once again on a good path. Here is the one who descended into the darkest of all valleys for us. Christ crucified, Christ died, Christ risen, Christ alive now for us calling us to trust him in our most difficult times. And here is our generous host saying, my precious children, don't be afraid of the future. I am already there. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And behold, I make all things new. Happy New Year, my friends. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you that you make all things new. This past year has reminded us of how much we need you and rely on your presence, filling us every single day. As we stand at the beginning of this new year, help us to seek your presence and guidance as we face the future. You alone can give us the strength and wisdom to meet each challenges. We thank you for the promise and hope found in 2021 and look forward to it with a renewed sense of focus. We ask this in the name of our Lord and Savior, who by his death and resurrection has given us hope and peace. Amen.